Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I am Eric Sorensen, joined here by Sammy Henderson on the Zoom. Sammy, it's been so long. We've talked, but it's been so long since we've actually recorded something. It's good to be back with you. Yeah, it's been it's been way too long. In fact, it was we haven't recorded this year at all. <laughs> no, entire year. How did we go a whole year without recording so far? <laughs> right. Oh, we just. You just look back, the last recording we had Coach Mario, and that was such a fantastic interview. If you haven't listened, go back, check that out. Right. Um, might be a little dated now, but it was really, really good. Uh, anything with Mario is always going to be golden for years. So we got that going for us. Yes. Brought to you by Fitterers Furniture. Thank you, Fitterers, on supporting the podcast. We'll see if we uh, what kind of things we can drum up for the 2022 year. Just a little shout out if you're listening and you want to support us and be on the advertising, advertise your bit business, hit us up um, on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. We'll have an email coming out here soon for things, but uh, we're excited for uh, a new year. And I guess we've had a lot going on since the time I've been off. You've been all over the country. Where have you been, Sammy? Yeah, I just got back. I went to a buddy of mine. We had we decided to go meet up with a friend in Arizona for the Seahawks game against the Cardinals this past. Sunday season finale um, got a chance to play spoiler in a sense Cardinals were already in the playoffs but we could prevent, prevent them from getting the division which we did our part and won and uh, ended up that uh, no it, it turned out to be because the Cardinals would have won that game because the Rams ended up losing in overtime to the Niners that the Cardinals. So the Cardinals had something to play for. That was my hope. Uh, mm-hmm. We traveled to Arizona. Beautiful stadium, by yeah. the way. Gorgeous. Uh, their fan base is trash. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if we're just blessed in Seattle to have a fantastic fan base. Um, but the experience of going to a Seahawks game in Seattle, completely different. I mean, it was, they had to tell them when to cheer <laughs> and they would cheer for a down and that was it. It didn't help them that a third of the fans were Seahawks. The 12s came out hard, and uh, but it, it was good. And my going into it, I was just hopeful uh, that the Cards had something to play for, so they had all their guys, and uh, you know everybody played all their guys, and so it was a it was a great game. So much fun, so much fun. So where did you sit? Because I've been to a I went to a game there. It was I believe Super Bowl year, and it was packed with. Seahawks fans, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a yeah. cool spot to go to a game. It is. We were. I couldn't. I know. I can't tell you if we were north or south. Okay. Lost all sense of direction being in a new city. Yeah. No idea. But we were in. A, we were in a end zone and an end zone. Yes. Uh, I think the way I recognize that place uh, is is it the side the south. grass comes in from, or is it the opposite side of that? The side the grass comes in. From. Okay, I know where you're at then. Did you go to the... And if you were watching the game... What? No, go ahead. Oh, the side... If you were watching the game, uh, was it third quarter, Freddie Swain got a touchdown up into the end zone. That's the side I was on. So it was like coming right at me. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Did you go tailgate very often or much of that game? No, we didn't. uh, We didn't. We did not tailgate. Uh, We met up. We actually stayed in Gilbert, Mm -hmm. which is like 45 minutes away. And we actually had some ticket issues. And so we were navigating that 
three hours prior to the game. So getting in felt like the prize itself. So I wasn't too concerned with the tailgate. But I've been told that the 12 is generous. You go around, you find some 12s. You've got something to eat. Yeah. When uh, I went to the game, whatever that year that was, with uh, a couple coaches at Kittitas, I don't think they want their names out there because it was a really good time. Um, but we uh, we got to the, the field super early. And for those that haven't been there, there's a big grass lawn kind of in the main parking lot. It's not like Quest Field where it's in the city. There's a big open area. Like you're, you're in, there's just agriculture fields. And then boom, right. ginormous balloon stadium is what it looks like, right? <laughs> it is. It, it, it was pretty. And it is. it was so much different. We were telling them all the differences between uh, all my buddies who live in Arizona. Like the park, the parking around there was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Because it was like you could park. We didn't even park in like stadium parking, but it was closer than anything you'd get in Seattle. Yeah. And we only paid like 15 bucks because you weren't walking a mile and a half to get there. It was. It's a parking lot. It was so much space. Yeah. Right. And it probably helps if they're in um, Glendale instead mm-hmm. of like Phoenix. But yeah. uh, there was so much room and they, they have, it was right next to the, the coyotes. Yeah. What's the, I forget the name there. They're they're hot, but they have like this plaza. It was a really cool experience. Uh, the plaza where the hockey the rink is. Oh my gosh! Better than us. That place right. is phenomenal. So much places. To, yeah, so many places to eat. Yeah, hang out and lights and uh, it was really really cool experience. Never been to a, an away stadium for a game yeah. in any sport. Yeah, in any sport. So that was that was new to me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'd love to, I'd, I want to make it an annual trip, but I, I doubt I'll be able to afford that, but it'd be cool. It'd be sweet. Did, did you get any of the business from the, from the home team fans? No, it was, I mean, it was, it was wild. The amount of 12s that were yeah. there where we sat in front of us, 12s behind us, 12s. I mean, it was like every other row was, see, I, it was, it was, it was, it was almost like you went to, you know, when you play like the Cowboys or the Steelers, or if you go to a Yankees, the Mariners against the Yankees, and there's just so many of those fans. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Where you're just like, you don't, don't doesn't, didn't necessarily feel like a home game to yeah. the Cardinals because there were so many 12s out there. Yeah. And the, and the Arizona fans that are there, no disrespect, but it's just where they hang out in the wintertime. It's the snowbirds down there. They're there to watch a game. They're not like the crazies of Questfield. And it was definitely right. an older crowd that sat around us that year that we went. Yeah. yeah. And it, and as I told you, we had a, we had a ticket snafu. Mm-hmm. So we ended up buying tickets at the gate, Ooh. even though we had bought tickets back in November. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there thinking like, this wouldn't happen in Seattle. No. Or you'd be paying, you'd be buying it from the guy in the, the corner. And buying, and buying four tickets next to each other. Yeah, you're gonna have to find the weirdo outside saying, "I need tickets and I can sell tickets." Yeah, exactly. Uh, the guys that sketch you out and make you uncomfortable. Yeah, the guys you kind of like watch me and make sure I'm okay here when <laughs> getting away with this thing, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> right. <laughs> At least for a small town guys like us getting to Seattle. So, yeah, uh, and I also got to go to the Sun Dome. I watched uh, both Ellensburg boys and girls. Yes, play at the Sun Dome. The girls played. Um, I can't remember who they played. It was after Zilla. Mm. Um, they, I I could look it up here on the schedule. I know the boys played the Cleo and Roslin game. That was a fantastic game. Yeah, uh, it was fun to watch. I went with my son, and uh, we enjoyed. We sat right in the middle so we could watch both sides of the courts at the same time. Nice. Saw the Zilla boys play as well. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I saw Freda with a huge comeback against, uh, I think, Royal. It was fantastic. They were down like 20 or 30 points. Wow. It was cool. Was that, that was fun. That was the first big event back as a group. You know, I saw it was Luke Thompson, our past guest, talking on Twitter about how nice it was to be covering sports again in the Sundome. I mean, I think the last big right. event I was at for sports was in the Sundome watching Haley Van Lith her senior season. That was 2020. January, yeah. February, March of 2020. I bet that was awesome mm-hmm. to be back out there. Yeah, it, it was cool. And there was a lot of people were out watching. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a it's a great, great little venue for it. Yeah, that's cool. Man, it's Fingers been uh, crossed we get that again. Yeah, hundred percent. And kind of, in the, and we're going to talk about in the next part of the segment of this thing. It's a uh, yeah. It's kind of a. Uh, it's not looking great right now for indoor athletics. Is all I'm going to say until we bring this out here in a little <laughs> not bit. Not promising. Not at all. Um, I think my biggest uh, thing because we have we talked before Christmas, I believe it was. You know, it's been damn cold here in Ellensburg. Uh, like. I'm feeling like we're up in Canada for a while. And usually the snaps don't last that long. And then uh, my wife, who's actually in the studio watching the broadcast, because she's a huge like fanboy of the Kid S Valley Sports Talk podcast. Uh, so she's sitting here. I'm, I'm letting her sit in to watch this in the office today. Um, but it was like her first big snowstorm growing up, right, she, on the west side. Uh, everybody talked about the, the one that we've had before was in 96, and I remember that as a little kid. But we had the 18 inches of snow the one day, right? Luckily, before that, some guy who's a farmer had time on his hands and thought, I'm going to go buy a tarp and throw it on the ground, make a little boards and put a put water in it. It's going to be negative at night for a while or it's going to be down to the teens for a while. I built a hockey rink, Sammy, and it's the funnest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was awesome, man. It was so great. When you sent us that text, you're like, yeah, I'm building an ice rink. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, cool. And then you sent it. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. And it's finally to the point where it's like, good like it's salt and then it's gonna start warming up here soon i feel like but uh do you guys have do you guys have uh ice skates no <laughs> I have a, some pair of boots and uh i did order a hockey stick and i made a there homemade i made a homemade goal like i didn't realize this but pond hockey they have miniature goals they're not the regular size which makes sense you don't have a goalie and if you have a ginormous goal people are just gonna be shooting and scoring all the time so it's about a foot high i what? think it was like 30 inches wide and that was our Nice. It's perfect. Yep. Old two by fours, chicken wire, and Baylor twine holding that thing together, baby. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it looks great. Um, I, was, I, was a little, I had a little jealous, a little jealousy, and like, man, I guess better dad than me. No. <laughs> no, he has time on his hands, Sammy. That's what it is. Hey, <laughs> Speaking of that, you still need to bring your no kiddo out to come skating on it, though. Yes, she would love to. We'll yeah. do that. Um, I did find out it's hard to find uh, hockey skates my size used because i can justify buying a brand new pair for three days a year of maybe getting to do that so but right uh, yeah no it's been good you know and unfortunately the seahawks i guess keep it on the sports talk of things it's a like you said they lucky they had that last win of the season but it's kind of a bummer time i guess look we have the kraken right now uh i've been watching their games lately just because i had a hockey rink out back right something to do uh, Seahawks were kind of a bummer this year. Mariners are locked out of their building. It's just kind of a weird time right now, right? It is. It's that, uh, it's that dead. Um, you're going to get the – and it's, it is, you know, currently we have the NFL playoffs starting up this weekend. Yeah. And so we'll have a full slate of games this weekend that will keep you occupied. 
and then it'll slowly next weekend you'll have a few games and it'll go down to two games then you gotta wait two weeks for the super bowl and then we're really gonna be in a dead space oh yeah that's where i'm like luckily we'll have, and, this uh, year we'll have the olympics I, to watch That'll right be, luckily but that's brutal <laughs> you know one day we'll get the sonics back and we'll have something to cheer for during this time right uh yeah it's kind of a bummer right now and especially with high school sports slowly shutting down it's like what what are we what are we doing here what, what's going on out here <laughs> it's like we're backtracking yeah uh did the national championship game play up to your hype so I watched it, um, I flew back Monday mm. from Arizona, and I watched it on the plane, and then in my buddy's cars, his wife drove us back to his house to get my truck yeah. to drive back. Uh, you know, I don't, it, it definitely isn't like a, I'm sure if you're a Georgia fan, it's very memorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to remember that forever, and you're going to love it and think it's an amazing feat. Uh, it wasn't that. It was competitive in the sense that it was close, mm-hmm. but I I didn't find the most joy out of it that I've that I've you know had in a couple of, in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Alabama had their chances, and uh, you know it would love I would love to see round three between those two teams. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what would play out there. Yeah, uh, I saw a TikTok today that the quarterback was back to working at whatever the chicken place is down south. Like a lady was going through the drive-thru and was like, you're the guy <laughs> who won the national championship. Isn't that crazy? Like you think yeah. about their student athletes, they still got to work and make money, some of them, because they don't get paid yet, which is a subject well, I want to bring up. Wasn't, wasn't Bryce Young from Alabama because he was making <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, he's he's doing fine. a million dollars before he even took a snap at Alabama this year. Yeah. Uh, but it's crazy to me that, that you're talking about Stetson Bennett, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, that he hasn't gotten some type of yet. I think next year he won't be working at a drive-thru. Have to work at a chicken place, right? Taking drive-thru orders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, you you wouldn't think so. Speaking of that, a lot is actually, and I kind of yeah. We we could have a whole episode on this on the on the nil on the transfer portal. But I mean, the Cougars lose Jaden Delora, who's finally kind of coming into being good. We lost him, but then yet we get this quarterback, and I'm seeing on Twitter today he's showing up in Pullman and getting his brand-new pickup. And there's probably things that have happened all over the SEC, but now it's just you can publicize it. And and you get a guy, and the reason you get a guy is you offer him fifty grand and a pickup and all this kind of stuff. And it's just an interesting world that's playing out in front of us, and I feel like the NCAA yeah, is letting we, it get away. And we, gotta, and we have to make it clear the school can't offer him fifty mm-hmm. grand. But the school can provide opportunities within between businesses or donors or boosters mm-hmm. for that athlete to uh, earn the money. Like, for instance, the University of Texas, I don't know if we mentioned this on here before, it was about a month ago, there's a nonprofit organization in Texas that is now struck a deal with Texas, University of Texas, that any scholarship offense alignment will make $50,000 a year for them to use their name, image, and likeness to promote their nonprofit. Are you serious? So if you go to, if you're an O-lineman and you go to Texas, 50 grand in your pocket immediately. (laughs) Isn't that insane? Right. And so I'm, I'm completely torn on this NIL 
Um, I don't like the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I get the benefits of both, um, but I think it's ruining college athletics. Yeah, you're turning into what Major League Baseball is right now. You're turning into an industry where you right. have Yankees and then you have people like the Oakland Athletics. Right. And Jackson State's, I'm sure they're really enjoying this thing right now because they keep getting dudes left and right to go play for, for yeah, Dion. And then that number one recruit, but he at Bleacher Report got him like a million dollars, right? Something yeah, like that. Something crazy to go to Jackson State. And so I'm just saying he can't you know, beat uh, Grandpa Capalison, though. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> That's where he can't beat Grandpa Capalison. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't. I don't fault. I don't, I'm not saying it's wrong. And those kids should accept what comes their way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the NCAA was just terrified to catch some lawsuits and had to change their legislature a little bit to allow for things to happen. Uh, But I just don't think it's, it's good. And, you know, I don't know if college basketball teams really take a hit. Mm -hmm. Um, They have so many one and done kids. Those kids can turn pro. Right you know, almost as fast as they want. And so, but college football is, uh, you see the kid from, from Oklahoma, Caleb Williams, his coach left for USC. He uh, enters the transfer portal and he was at SoFi Stadium for the Los Angeles Rams game with Dr. Dre. Oh, geez. And so he, now he's going to follow his coach, which, you know, that's the guy that recruited him. And so that's, you know, some I of get the benefits that. of the transfer portal, mm-hmm. you know, like I got recruited by this guy. He left. Why should I be stuck somewhere now that I don't want to be? Yeah. Uh, he's the reason why I came to Oklahoma. So, you know, I, I get that. And you got some kids who get, you know, like think University of Alabama just had 11 kid transfer out. Uh probably because they had 11 kids coming in that were going to take their spot. Mm-hmm. And so you got, you got kids who are wanting to play college football. The college coaches are constantly recruiting to replace the guys that they got because that's their job is to improve. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it gives those kids an opportunity to get the play that they want. Yeah. Uh, but you also, uh, the loyalty aspect uh, is what's hard for me mm-hmm. is, you know, putting in that work to, you know, what, what it, how many times do we have kids at Central here who come and they red shirt, they don't play as a freshman, they don't play as a sophomore, but they're all Americans through junior and senior year and they put in the work and they're they got they got a sense of school pride for 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 the jerseys that they're wearing. Absolutely. I, I it'll be interesting if there's any I mean yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely a world it's it's the way the world's going right now and not just athletics, but it's like looking up for number one. Right. And I don't know. You still got the guys like the Stetson. What's uh, what's his last name? The quarterback from Georgia that won it. I mean, he's a Bennett. He's a bulldog, and he grew up a bulldog, and he stuck it out. He's a bulldog. That you was know, cool to see. That right, walked on. It, it was really cool to see. And you know, I don't know many more times see something like that in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And so he's got that rootability. He got on the field. You know, everyone out there is going to be rooting for a, for a kid like Stetson Bennett, especially. Getting yeah. backed up by a USC transfer, five-star kid, yeah, uh, who everybody wants to play, and he's just like, I'm gonna beat him out. Like, yeah. he, I mean, uh, they were still questioning whether he should be the starter at the end of the year when you're right number one the whole season, and he's led you there. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. it uh, you gotta love seeing that. I, I, I was pumped, and uh, I, good for him. I, I, I have nothing against Alabama. I don't. I appreciate what they've done. Uh, but I just, for some reason, wanted that kid to win. I wanted to see the underdog, baby. I, I just think they need to expand the playoffs, and we'll have a better conversation about what's all happened by that point in time. But 
We'll see. Yep. And the future is it will expand, uh, but we're always going to be fighting that battle of we need number 11. that has been playing some really good football at the end of the year and they should, they deserve to be in there. We're going to be fighting the same battles. Yeah. hundred percent. The only battle we're not going to be fighting is that Ohio state will be in for sure. Oklahoma <laughs> would have been in for sure. You know, all these teams that Notre Dame would have been in for sure. All those teams that are still fighting that have the name and money mm-hmm. and the fan base, um, they're still going to be getting in over people uh, that might be more deserving or deserve as deserving. I'll put it that way. Right. I will say the best thing that will come from all this, Sammy, is we are about to have NCAA football for the PlayStation, Xbox, whatever your game is. I think pretty soon because they can do it again now. I'm so fired. My son and I are about to fire up NCAA 14 just so I can give him a taste <laughs> of what it's like to recruit a kid and lie to his face and uh, put him on your roster. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> I, uh, I build Middle Tennessee State up into a powerhouse every year. Oh, now you make me want to get my Xbox out, Sammy. I'm uh, I'm pretty fired up for that, baby. It's uh, I have I have I'm with you. I I don't want to brag. And I don't want to pat my own shoulder, but I have a pretty big winning record in my NCAA football career. So, uh, I, it, it's a, it's addiction. It really is. And my wife is about to find out what that's all about um, when that new game comes out because I lost my old ones. <laughs> okay, let's. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not going to see you on an episode of My Strange Addiction, am I? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. But it's worth it. National. How many times the Cougars won the championship thing on that? But I'm kind of liking your Middle Tennessee State kind of idea of bringing in. I'll get, oh, I, I love Idaho taking State. that small one-star, building right. it up, and uh, never leaving. 100%. Now we're talking. Well, Sammy, let's take a quick break from our sponsor, Fitterers Furniture, and we're going to come back and kind of do a cool name for the segment that will come up later when we have a new sponsor for it, I'm sure. Uh, we'll we'll ra- do a round uh, roundabout here in the Valley of Sports and see where the status of the Kansas Valley Athletics is. We will be right back. Your new sofa doesn't need to look like everybody else's new sofa. Let the professionals at Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg help you design your own Bassett Custom Upholstered Furniture. Your sofa, your way. Exactly what you had in mind. Take the short drive to visit Fitterer's and find the furniture you've been looking for, along with great service and free delivery. Why wait? Fitterer's Furniture. Quality furniture since 1896. Fitterer's. Fitterer's. And we're back to wrap up this uh, last part of the episode. I don't know what this song is, Sammy. I just felt like we needed it. I think we just needed the music right now. I'm in. So we got to do it. Um, let's let's do this thing. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, the broad perspective of what's happening, athletics in our valley. Uh, it's unfortunate, Sammy, that we keep getting notifications <laughs> lately about... It's almost, it's not as bad as 2020 and not as quick as 2020, the original shutdown, but the postponements are happening. You kind of wonder, I'm glad I didn't buy season tickets this year for Central. Not against, nothing against Central, but it's just kind of how things are playing playing out, right? I mean, you don't know, there could be a game tonight, but until about an hour or two beforehand when you kind of need to believe that there's actually going to be a game tonight. And and it's not just Central, it's not, it's kind of everywhere right now. 
yeah and you know we can we can speak to our valley better than we can speak to uh what's going on around other parts of the state um but you know the central men's basketball team just keeps getting cancellation postponement after postponement really feel really got to really feel for that because last year they tried to play as much as they could uh things got canceled all left and right they played a handful of games and they've really just played a handful of their schedule so far and i'm sure it's frustrating as a coach i'm sure it's frustrating as a player i'm sure it's frustrating as an admin to uh you know always kind of be on pins and needles on whether or not we're going to play this week preparing for it preparing preparing uh i feel like that's that's all they've been doing for the last two three years yeah is preparing to play uh and just really frustrating the men are in alaska right now was hoping to play two not playing anchorage playing fairbanks tomorrow night uh you know look that looks like it's going to be a, a, a go and you know that's always exciting they got the spars out there uh, so that that's you know thankful that 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 game's going to get put in and if you do and see it it's a high school scene it's an 8 p.m saturday night and you can get on the website to watch it fans if you've listened to this by that point in time absolutely that's greg sparling will be out coleman sparling will be out wildcats coach mm-hmm. renta who played under sparling uh, there's some good connections there and the wildcats are playing good basketball when they've been allowed to be on the court and uh yeah i always want i wonder with them like you know, have they found a rhythm yet you know have they mm-hmm. found it's hard to find a rhythm uh you know when you feel you're playing once every couple of weeks or uh once a week yep. and uh it's an important important time for them in the conference schedule to to have a rhythm down this back stretch when you get into this into this area you want to have an identity uh you know, but it's also it's also could work to their advantage playing good basketball. If not everybody's playing, that they can keep it rolling. Uh, and we'll let's see, uh, on the high school scene. Before you go, way. before you go, it's a balmy five degrees tomorrow for a high in Fairbanks, Alaska, with a low of three. So they're getting away pretty good on that trip because I've looked at negative ten <laughs> themes on that one. So well, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot like coming from Ellensburg recently. Yeah, so they're fine. They're good. <laughs> so, There's no need to be worried about them freezing there. Good to go. Except for I did see on Spar's Facebook, uh, Coach Spar's Facebook. There was like four four moose in the road oh, and blocking boy. traffic. He took a picture of it. Well, and uh, so they got a little little bit more to the elements out there than just cold. So we got to get rent on to find out who's the who's the wildcat that took care of the took care of the moose when they run across it. Who, who's the guy that gets out and wrestles that thing down? So, but you were heading to the high school scene as like you were saying. It's yeah. uh it's a bit chaotic as well. Yeah, I think we were looking at the the boys' schedule. Uh, for Ellensburg, and they've played four out of their last eight scheduled games. Uh, so the games that uh, they've had were, and for, for multiple reasons, we, you know, there's the weather, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of what kind of kicked things off. But they've been through it all the the whole season, uh, starting with COVID and weather. Uh, today's game at Prosser uh, mm-hmm. between the um, the Bulldogs and. Uh, and Prosser is uh, canceled due to weather, intense freezing fog. You went through some of that today, right? Um, you went, and uh, so it's it's many things, but it seems to be that that the the COVID bug is uh, ramping up in this state again. 
and forcing teams to postpone games. And it looks like people are going to be playing three games a week, which as a fan, I'm like, heck yeah. yeah. You know, I'd love to watch three games a week, but I know how hard that is on uh, on teams, school and kids trying to get homework done. But every night you're, you know, especially if they're road games, you're getting home 10, 11 o'clock at night if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a struggle, a struggle right now. And that, the last part of the season to get all those games in, if we can, yeah, uh, is, is going to be intense. Well, and I'm sitting here looking at the uh, Ellensburg girls basketball schedule and gosh, it, it would be such a shame if anything big happened to the season. I don't think it's going to, I think we're going to be trending back in the right direction from everything I've been reading in the news that this thing's going to be coming down at a rapid pace, right? The, the, the thing right. going to split. We've already probably plateaued and it's going to go down. I'm not a freaking doctor, but I've been reading credible news articles because I, I haven't <laughs> been going to the ones that like, yeah, the ones that Facebook's ramping around. No, you, you Google, I learned this from Ms. Johnson in, in high school English classes. Amazing that people don't know this yet, but it, we, things should be trending back in the right direction here shortly, which is needs to happen because the Ellensburg girls basketball team is, has such a magical season going on right now. And it would be just a shame if it got nipped in the butt. And you're right. They got a hell of a lot of games and conference important conference games to get through, because that's a team who back in the Sun Dome, where you got to experience a very fun couple of days with your kid, uh, is where we should be watching them come March and seeing them bringing home some hardware with some pretty low numbers on the top, being at that top couple in the state. Absolutely, and they're playing fantastic basketball. And they just they they just got what Hermiston, who was undefeated. Mm-hmm on their schedule and was supposed to be like, Oh, we were like, Oh, they're going to get tested. And they absolutely throttled them both boys and girls. 62 to 24. The girls won. Yeah. And so, and it's not the amount of points they're scoring. It's the amount of points they're giving up. Their defense is, um, next level and they're coaching, uh, coach Whitney, Dom, they're, they're, they've got those girls playing, uh, incredible basketball. And what I love the most about, about that girls team is that when you're beating teams like that, it's easy, very easily to mentally check out mm-hmm. and they don't, you know, and they're, they're finding joy in each other's success. And it's, uh, you know, a Phillips sister leading one night and the other one, the next night mm-hmm. and, uh, Anderson starting to come through. So they, they, yeah, they, they have, uh, some real lofty goals that I think are very achievable. It would be a shame. Um, if they weren't be able to finish out this season, but I think you're right. I think you see the numbers going up and it looks like this new variant, um, will go after anybody it feels. Um, and, uh, so hopefully, you know, we're getting that all out the way, Mm -hmm. um, so that, you know, coming into this season, we can get everything in and, uh, fingers crossed that fans can be there in attendance to witness it. Absolutely. I know that, uh, Excuse me, as I'm looking up the, the you know the other teams, and I, I'm I got to get to the girls' schedule here too. But like the Cleveland boys are having a great season. I mean, they took the Ellensburg two A varsity Bulldogs to the wire down there in the Sun Dome, and I don't think that was a fluke. And nothing gets Ellensburg. I think Cleveland's just that good of a team right now. Yeah, I, w- I watched that game, and I, I really wanted to see Cleveland because I hadn't had a chance to watch them, and I saw the success they were having. And I tell you what, it, Ellensburg's weird. Okay, first let me say they are a second half ball club, mm-hmm. and they turn it on um, in a way that's just different in the second half. That first half, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, Cleveland's going to win this game, mm-hmm. and every time I look up, I'm like, oh, it's only a two point game. Oh, it's tied. Oh, uh, Cleveland's big, yeah. and they play really good defense. 
Uh, I think uh, they they gassed out a little bit. They were playing so hard and so intense uh, in that game. They're talented. They are very, very talented, uh, top to bottom, and uh, fundamentally sound and just play good basketball. They are good. They're going to be a problem at, at, the, at their level in Ellensburg. Ellensburg was without uh, Andaya. Mm-hmm. Gavin Marr still hasn't stepped on the court yet uh, for them. Uh, but they, you know, they they probably played six guys that game, Ellensburg as well. But they they played their hearts out, man. And they were, they were, they, uh, they're, they're, they're a good ball club too. They're sneaky good. Yeah. Well, and then we're, I'm looking at the Clelum Rosalind girls schedule and they've, they're a good solid team. They have their losses are to big school. I mean, Othello Warden, who is, number they're in the two B's, but they're, they're a top three team in the whole state. Right. Like they're, they're a good, mm-hmm. they should come out of the EWAC um, East division. Number one, I would assume. Then they lost to Goldendale within our division. And I wish I could have been there that night, uh, but they took Kittitas and Cleon girls went into overtime for a pretty good matchup. And it's hopefully they get going again. Looks like they had a bunch of cancellations right now. Kittitas has canceled all athletics, basketball, boys and girls. For a week or so, we had some positive tests, um, which is really detrimental. I know that they got good quality coaches out there. I know Coach Phil's listening right now, but uh, you know, both it's it's been shown the last few seasons that the there could be slow starts, but they've always um, the boys at least for sure they get going this time of the year. They're rolling a little bit, and they get to make that playoff push. and And Coach Phil and the girls in that program are rolling. You know, I think there's a lot of doubt going on this year, but uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they're doing a great job with that squad, getting those girls going, and uh, and it's I'm ex- I really am bummed that they have not been able to keep going. But I think that um, our, I just hope that they get this thing. And unfortunately, it sounds like the games that they're losing because of the COVID cancellations are forfeits, and and that I get it. That's this you know, it's it's what was agreed upon before the season started, from what I assume. And I just hope things get straightened out for them quickly because, you know, they were all starting to get going. This is the push right now, right? We just got done with all of our holiday breaks. The New Year's Eve is mm-hmm. over. Now it's time to go. This, now's the time to push to March. This is when you're going for those state right. tournament appearances and district t- the district championships and stuff like that. And and even if not championship, there's enough burst to get to the state tournament. And I, I just it's too bad that they've gotten shutting down. It'd be interesting to see how things go here going forward for those guys. Well, and. I noticed even, you know, with last year and even witnessing with my soccer team is when you had some kids test positive uh, with other variants as opposed to uh, the one we're experiencing now, um, it was really took a toll. Uh, This one, sometimes you can walk around with no symptoms, test positive, (laughs) you know, have no impact. So uh, fingers crossed that uh, these, these, these girls, um, come out you know still feeling good afterwards and yeah. being able to keep up the energy and uh, you know not not lose a step as they come back in and hopefully uh, make some good progress right because we're looking at I mean we're the 14th of January the day we record this I mean it's time to uh, <laughs> it's uh time to go I mean we're the season's almost over and on the calendar there's a lot of games we played within those couple of weeks but you're looking at the regular seasons over February 1st and it's, mm. it's going to be, you know, you got to get all your districts and the regionals done so that you can be through the month of February to get to the state tournament in the first week of March. But yeah, 
bad time for this it, 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 to the happen. Uh, I just hope that uh, common sense prevails shortly and people get healthy. And this is, it's got to, I mean, it's like anything else. It's going to work it through it. And we're going to get back to being the good. beauty, the, the beauty of having uh, so many important games down the stretch for a fan is that when you go out, you're going to be watching some people compete. Yeah. It compete hard, and you're going to see some good basketball, and you're going to see some high-intense basketball, people that really you know, want this season to continue. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we want to take a positive out of all of this, is that if, if and when we get, we get rolling and schedules uh, start getting lined up, people are playing their games, uh, you're going to see some, some, some real good basketball. Like, uh, I don't remember who it was for the Seahawks. They asked him what it was going to be like playing in front of no crowd last season. He says, we're <laughs> fixing to find out who loves football. Well, I think the girls that are <laughs> that are starving for some basketball, the boys that are starving for basketball, the wrestlers that are starving for some action right now that have been shut down or postponed, yeah, the people that are truly starving for it will find out because they'll be hungry. That They won't let this thing affect them. And, uh, and speaking of wrestling, we unfortunately, we don't have any updates on it right now. But we will have an episode. Mr. Andy Bain for you and the rest of the wrestling community here within the next week or so. And we'll get some good stuff going on this one for sure. I'm going to have to do my homework. I'm going to have to do some serious homework. That's right. It's been a minute since I've been to a wrestling match. A couple of years due to mostly because of shutdown. But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for those boys and hope they, and the girls too. And hopefully they, uh, hopefully they can keep going here shortly. Cause that's kind of been the thing that stopped it originally. You know, there was a supposedly a wrestling tournament in the West Side. Big spread, but uh, nope. I trust in uh, what what people are doing, and hopefully, uh, the admin that are running this thing can keep this thing going in the right direction in the weeks going forward. Yeah, and it looks you know we have Yakima in the area uh, going to remote learning. It sounds like this next week, but it's reading that I was very thankful to see it wasn't necessarily um due to the spread of the virus as much as it was lack of staff so mm-hmm. that gave me hope that uh athletics will keep on whatever districts decide to do in terms of remote learning it's more due to numbers of staff workers than it is uh to the the fear of spreading the virus throughout uh of the school and athletics so right. uh, that that made me see some promise that even if things start to seem a little wonky uh, here in the Valley, uh, the games are still going to be played. These kids are still going to be able to live out their passions. Right. Well, we did forget one ginormous piece of information. We're missing, we're missing, we're missing somebody from the the family. We're going to call it family because it's what it is. John, Yes. you are a working man and we appreciate the hell out of you, man. And you weren't able to make it tonight. So we'll see you next time. And you're 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 missed. Hundred percent. We need we need the John, especially the interview. He's the interview guy, right? I mean, like he's the guy that's that's right. He's he's the filler man. Where yeah. we where we black, which is in a lot of areas, he picks it up. Yeah, we look at each other like, uh, who's next? And he's like, I got this, boys. <laughs> John's got it. <laughs> I got this. You just step aside and let me do my thing. But John, we miss you, man. Hopefully, you do get to go home early tonight. Uh, hopefully, you're doing great things because you're making people's house dreams come true first off so big shout out to you for that that's right and before we wrap this up we have to talk about central women's women's basketball we said we're going to end on a high note 
Yes. Uh, I wore the shirt yes. for the occasion, Sammy, and you guys can't see it because <laughs> there's no. You can't see his shirt. It says, uh, "Wuck you, Festern." <laughs> Wuck you, Festern. Yes, I... and uh, <laughs> it's in crimson, and uh, I think all Wildcat fans can say amen to that. Uh, the women's basketball team at Central Washington knocked off number five ranked Western Washington on the road. Yeah. Uh, last night and a uh, huge win. That was Western's first loss of the season. Yeah. That's not phenomenal. just in conference, but, but overall. And it started uh, central went up 26 to 16 in the first quarter, 10 point lead. And at that point you just got to hold on to it. And they yeah. did that. They stayed even with them in the second stayed even with them in the third Western took a two, two, two point advantage. In the fourth. Uh, but that, but that didn't seem to impact. And Cassie Malcolm, Ellensburg's own, 19, 19 points, six boards. And even uh, Brindley Hagemeyer got some action, got two points, a couple nice. of rebounds. Uh, so pretty cool. That's phenomenal. Any day you beat Western in any event or any sport possible is a great Absolutely. day. Uh, it's a great day. Yeah. I didn't even know they were playing. I started scrolling through Twitter and I saw Central beats Western. I started liking because absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Like, like, repeat, yeah. like, especially <laughs> in their backyard. Take that, Vikings. <laughs> absolutely. Huge that's, win. That's and awesome. Some other, some other Central news, some former Central, the Central football coaching staff that's been through, that we've had come through here. I, I don't think people understand the type of coaches that have come through Central. And just to give you an idea, uh, Coach Power, who was most recent with the Wildcats back in 2017, is now the defensive coordinator at Louisiana Tech. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lorig, uh, mm-hmm. special teams coordinator, was at Penn State's now at Oregon. Stacy Collins took over for him at Penn State. No way. As a special teams coordinator. And Nick Whitworth is now tight end special teams at, at Wazoo. That's and right. so, you know, it's we we think of Central as just a D2 program, but we punch out. We get some real quality coaches coming through here. Yeah. And it's a real stepping board for, for people to come through. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see, you know, the the connections that, that I've made and yeah. that the school's made and those guys go on to go do some wonderful things. Well, that's fired up because I didn't realize a couple of those guys, and they were here while I was playing baseball at Central and seeing those. You see them in the Absolutely. hallways all the time. And that's right. that's so cool. Central is, is a – I mean, it's a great spot, and it produces great people. They're going to do great things. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Especially the last one going to the Cougs. I mean, hey, good job. Uh, (laughs) Well, Sammy, thank you for – I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you get to watch some sports. Hopefully we get to watch that Central Fairbanks game. A lot lot there to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Got the playoffs going. Who's your team? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's your pick? Super Bowl pick right now. Don't mess it up. Packers. Ooh. I got, I got, I'm, I'm a sure. huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Always have been. Always will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year hasn't changed anything. I think I've loved him more after this year uh, than any other year that I've ever rooted for Aaron Rodgers. And uh, yeah. Yeah, they just got to get through Tom Brady in the, in the NFC. That looks like the two top teams. Uh, AFC, I think, is wide open. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you. I want to say the Chiefs, but yeah. I mean, they look as human as they've ever looked. So uh, I think the AFC is kind of a toss-up. From, from almost top to bottom. Uh, I don't feel that way about the NFC. Let's see. We got the Eagles. So Gardner Minshew, that'd be pretty cool if he got himself a uh, 
in the uh, Super Bowl ring. I'm not going to pick them. Right. I can't do that. Uh, uh, my heart, and I have, I hate this. It's a love-hate thing. The Cowboys do not like the Cowboys, but I'm a big fan of Kellen Moore, Northwest guy, offensive coordinator. So I hope, hope Kellen Moore gets the Super Bowl ring. Right. Is that crosser guy. I watched him at the T-Dome. Uh, it would be cool. Uh, but I don't like the Cowboys that much either. I, I think I don't like them because they're the Cowboys. They're supposed to be good and they just never live up to the expectation. Yeah, that's 100%. And our past rodeo guest, Kerry Clift, is a diehard. He's probably going to give me the business. I feel like my answer is the most, the most specific Northwest answer possible. I don't really like them, but I kind of want this guy to win. And uh, Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. As long as it's not anybody else from the NFC West, I'm happy. Yeah. I Yeah. 49ers, hopefully they get beat today by the Cowboys in the first round, and I hope the Rams. But I, I'll tell you this. That's my upset of the weekend. Is it? I think the Niners go in and beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I could see that happening. I want, yeah, the Cardinals. I'd be okay with the Cardinals going. No. Is a Larry Larry Fitzgerald, did he retire yet, or is he still playing? He's, he's retired. Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's it gone. feels like you, you never know because the guy's – yeah, played till he was ninety-seven, but he'll be the Marshawn Lynch of the Cardinals. He comes back here in a couple of years. He'll get, I'm sure he'll find a way to get a ring if they win it. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Be interesting. It'll be wouldn't it be something if the Raiders won? After all they've gone through this it year, would, did, did you did you understand what was happening at the end <laughs> of last week? That was absolutely wild. Yes. I've never rooted for a team to take a knee in overtime more in my life. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know where I, I was so torn with that whole Pittsburgh needed the craziest outcome ever to not make the playoffs. And it almost happened. So all the Raiders had to do was take a knee and them and the chargers would have got in, right? They both would have went in and the Steelers would have been out and the Steelers would have been out. And it sounds like the charger, I didn't watch the game, but I heard it was insane. Shot them. The Chargers shot themselves in the foot by calling a timeout. Yeah. Well, it's one of those tough things where it's like, uh, I was watching with my buddy, and I was like, if I was the other coach, I'd have been, like, waving my hands and said, my cap, like, you good? I'm good. Are you good? We can just call this quits. And yeah. I think they did the NFL a service by both of them trying to win the game. But, yeah, it came down to, like, a third and one, and the everyone knew the Raiders were going to run the ball. Had they gotten stopped, they probably would have let the clock run out. And so the Chargers were like, oh, let's call a timeout. Uh, let's get our defense set up so mm-hmm. that we can stop this. And at that point, the Raiders were like, all right. All right. Well, if you're going to stop the clock, and you know we're just gonna, <laughs> we're going to go do what we got to do. But and then I was also trying. I was like thinking as a Seahawks fan, like I wouldn't want to take a knee and let the Cardinals or the Rams or the 49ers into the playoffs. Yeah, I would feel much better if I was the team that booted them from the playoffs. Yeah, and there's something to be said about going out the regular season with a win going into the playoffs. Absolutely, feels better. Yeah. Nobody wants to kiss their sister on the way out. No, I would have been on the phone uh, doing my best Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Who's who wants this <laughs> who wants this win? Who wants the knee? Pay up. <laughs> I'll yes. be driving out here with a brand new car after this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, what a what a world that's uh, that's insane, man. I I do wish I would have been more on top of it watching that thing, but I, just the craziness, the math of sometimes how things play out. Yeah, it's wild. Absolutely. Well, with that episode sammy thank you we're gonna wrap this thing up john we miss you thank you to fitters furniture for uh sponsoring the old podcast here and if you're if you want to jump on with us become a sponsor of the pod we're going to be sending out some information here soon to local businesses and try to grow this thing more and highlight more local athletics 
Sammy, until next time, enjoy the playoffs. I got a, we might have a week hiatus, but when we get back here, it's going to get, it's going to get real. We're going to be at it. So all the things warm up, take care of one another. Be nice to one another. Do good things for your community. Take care. See you soon. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart. When everybody knows who you are. The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music.